I'm Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. This is another episode in our series entitled, There's a Form for That. And I am joined again by my friend Camden Schutte, who's going to start this episode by sharing with us a story that impacted, um, or that, that illustrates the impact of this form. And the form that we're going to be discussing is Form 22ZZ. It's the um, tax classification addendum. It's Forms 22ZZ and also Form 22LA. This is one of the rare occasions where you can find the same or similar provision in two different forms. 22ZZ is the standalone form for tax classification negotiations. Paragraph 6 of Form 22LNA, the land and acreage addendum, has the same or similar provision. So what's the purpose of this provision? Camden? Well, uh, actually, first, who are you? Yeah, I'm Camden Schutte, the designated broker for 360 Property Management and Cobalt Maker 360 team on Whidbey and Fidalgo Island. And, you know, on Whidbey Island, we have agricultural land, and this applies to ag land, open space, timber. But in our specific area, we have a lot of agricultural land. And this, what we ran into is there was property in a agricultural tax specification, um, and the seller thought the buyer was going to pay to remove it from that and the buyer thought the seller was gonna pay, and there was no clarification on what was gonna happen. Uh, so ultimately the seller ended up paying because it falls on the seller. Uh, but it's really important to have that discussion ahead of time so you don't get to the closing table going, who's paying for this? Yeah, so you said the seller's gonna pay for it. What, it, what do you mean? What is there to pay for? What yeah. is the significance of a special tax classification? Well, the seller or uh, someone who in the past before that seller, they can put the property into a special tax classification to pay less property tax. At the county level, At right? the county level, okay. correct. And if it gets taken out of that, they have to pay back taxes, and I believe it's seven years of back taxes. So someone has to pay that um, if the property's getting pulled out for a different use. Okay. It's a big number, typically. It is. And it's shocking to the seller if they're not expecting it. Absolutely. And the sale of property will necessarily trigger pulling the property out of the special tax classification, requiring the payment of those back taxes, and the law says it is seller's responsibility to pay those back taxes unless the parties have otherwise agreed. Camden, are there, is there ever a time when property could transfer from seller to buyer without coming out of the special tax classification? Sure, but the buyer has to submit an application, go through the whole process to get that approved, uh, just as the seller did. So what happens if the buyer can't get that approved? Okay, is that, it? so what if? What if the, the part, is there space within these two provisions, either 22ZZ or, par, or paragraph six of 22LNA, is there space for the parties to agree that the buyer will try to get the property retained in that special classification? Absolutely, and that's what, that's what the form is for, is to create that environment to negotiate all of, all of what happens. Does it stay in the classification? Does the buyer try to submit an application? What happens if the buyer doesn't get approved? Who's paying it if it's getting pulled out? All of that is created in these forms. That's right. I like to describe it as a platform for that for that ne for negotiation. Absolutely. The the boilerplate provision simply provides a platform for the parties to negotiate what's going to happen in that scenario. 
And it may be that a buyer doesn't want to keep the property in the special tax classification. They might succeed if they tried in keeping it there, but they might not want to do that. Buyer broker, you have to educate your buyer around that. Buyer may say, okay, I don't mind. I can keep it in that special tax classification. I'm happy to pay fewer taxes. And I'm not planning on doing anything with the property for a couple years anyway. Oops. If that's the case, buyer, then when you decide you're gonna do something with it in a couple years and the property comes out of that special tax classification, guess what? Now you're paying back taxes because the, the special tax classification means that you're paying a reduced amount of property taxes. The, the county says we get that money back when you change the use of the property. So listing brokers and buyer brokers understand the limitations around negotiating that buyer will keep the property in a special tax classification. Camden, let's say seller's selling 80 acres so that buyer can develop and, and turn it into one acre building sites. Sure. Can the, can the buyer keep that property in the open space tax classification? Absolutely not. They're gonna have to pull it out. So somebody's gonna have to pay those back taxes. Yeah. And if the buyer's planning to do that, you better be using one of these forms so they can at least look at what that's gonna entail. Yeah. I will tell you that as the hotline lawyer, I have received numerous questions over the course of time from listing brokers who say, eek, what do I do? We're at the closing table and, and seller just got their settlement statement and it shows this huge sum that they owe for back taxes. Nobody was anticipating that. What do I do? Listing broker, it's too late. The, the, you've got a problem. Yeah, listing broker, you, you better be Polling preliminary title, you need to know that that property is in a special tax classification before you list it, or at minimum when you list it, so that you can educate your seller and then you can market the property appropriately. And be prepared for this negotiation. Absolutely. Right? So I would say that the second most important takeaway from this episode is that there's a form for that, right? There is a, a form that provides the platform for this negotiation, 22ZZ, paragraph 6 of 22 LNA. But there's another even more important takeaway from this episode, and it is what? Know if it's in a special classification. <laughs> Listing broker. Absolutely. Listing li broker, know it before you list the property. Right. And the only way you're going to know that, I wouldn't rely on a seller ever. Mm -mm. Seller may not even know it's in a special tax classification. But is that always reported on the preliminary commitment for title? Absolutely. Always reported on the preliminary commitment for title. Listing brokers, if you don't already know how important it is to pull a preliminary commitment for title, take this as your advice. Find another hotline video talking about how important it is to pull a preliminary commitment for title. There are numerous things you should look for, this being one of them. Is the property held in a special tax classification? Because if it is, listing broker, you know that you first got to have that conversation with the seller. And then when buyer makes an offer, if buyer hasn't already included a 22ZZ or a 22 LNA paragraph six, you're gonna add that into any response seller gives. Unless seller is just planning on paying the back taxes without negotiation with the buyer. If that's the outcome the seller wants, then that's what the law requires. If the seller wants anything else to happen, you listing broker have to know how important it is to use the form that's made for that. If you have questions on this topic or any other, please visit warealtor.org, follow the links to the legal hotline, and send me a question. Thank you for being a Washington Realtor member.